Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Y'all ready for this? Yeah, we know you are. I wasn't ready for this. Afterbuzzers, welcome to another edition of Afterbuzz TV's Monday Night Football. Um, I have a couple of new people on our panel tonight, but of course, our steadfast, my girl Steph Z. What's up, Steph Back Z from London? Tell them where they can find you on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else. You guys can tweet me at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I appreciate your support from a lot of people. One person that tweets me quite often, I think one of our biggest fans. Yes. I think the number one fan. We love all you fans out there. Don't get us wrong. But someone who is consistent with updating our facts, checking our facts, calling us out when we're wrong, congratulating us when we're right. He's here tonight. Yes, he is. And that is Mr. Ben Lovers. Fantasy stat guru. Always checking us on our stats, Ben. We appreciate that. It's very nice to be here. It's kind of a dream come true. Number one super fan for sure. You can find me at Fantasy Stat Guru. Um, You find me in the comment section of all the Afterbus shows. It's a dream come true to be here. Aww. Yes, right. we're happy awesome. you're here. We're happy you're joining us tonight. And we actually, he actually got to watch the game yeah. with us, so we've yeah. been hanging out. He's our new BFF, so we're really happy about this. Yeah. And then our other newbie, you tell hey. who that Next is. to him, Jonathan Meza. Uh, tell him where they can find yes, you. Yes, you can find me at, at KaibaCat, and that includes Instagram, Twitter, all the, those you know social media outlets, at KaibaCat. It's a very sad night, so please send me something to console <laughs> me, send me something to make me laugh or make me smile, because, you know, we went down. We went down hard. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go yeah. any further, you got cat in your handle. Yes, Kaiba cat, yeah. What, what? I don't understand. Okay, okay. Now, it, it's an anime thing. I also do a, a otaku uh, anime uh, or Okay, the, thir- movie the, the anime. 30-second version. Yeah, yeah, this is it. It's otaku oh, it's movie that. and anime. It's just right, that. Right, yeah, I after Buzz. <laughs> Come check out some anime. If you like anime, you could watch me review anime. That's right. Oh, all right. My son is named after an anime character, for crying out loud. All right, anime. fair enough. Fair yeah. all, right. all right, back to football. Just all curious. Right. That's enough of that. Let's talk football. Yes, and football we will. So tonight it was Chargers-Steelers. At home for the Chargers, lost literally in the last five seconds five of the seconds. game. Um, very depressing. And we were at a Steelers bar. So <laughs> It was supposed to be a Chargers bar. It's the thing that really killed me. It's a bar nearby. I was told it's a Chargers bar. I've been there for other games, and it's Charger fans. But today, just like at Qualcomm Stadium we saw, the Steelers yeah. took over. Yeah, it was. You know what though? I'm not gonna lie. This game overall, it had a little bit of a slow start, but it was a really fun game to watch. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't have a stake in the fight, but I feel like at the end, like it's always exciting to see that team come back and to be like, "Oh my God, is it really gonna happen?" And down to the five set. Like that's an exciting game, no matter. You're both looking at me with daggers with these no, charges. No, not at all. Yeah, but you know, I thought it was, uh, you know, me and Ben had a fun time yeah, watching we, it. We enjoyed them struggling through the, the fight, but I mean, the second half has had a lot more offense, and that's what's fun to watch. Yeah, defense wins championships, but the offense actually started going. They started moving Vic out of the pocket to get some throws deep. Um, the game just kind of picked up when they actually started getting some points on the board. Now, yeah. before we go any further, I have to say, Ben has a list of his top <laughs> After Buzz after shows, and guess which one is number one? The super this fan show. has called this it show. out. Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. naturally. So, like he said, dream come true, I'm sure. Definitely. If your number one show is Monday Night Football, then... He yeah. knows his stuff, though. We don't just take anyone to come on our panel, man. They, yeah, they grilled me. You I know mean. it. You know it. You passed the quiz. I to grill you because you literally, like, every time I ever say, I'm not really sure about that stat, but blah, blah, later on in the comments is Fantasy Stat Guru. Well, Christina, let me educate you on this one. <laughs> let me tell you something. Thank you. Yes. We well, appreciate all of your hard work and your well, fantasy stat. I appreciate your guys' hard work. Yeah. I mean, we try. We try. Yeah. 
Kind we're of. Not, we, we, we got it together for the most part, I think. Yeah. No, speaking of offense, <clears throat> something that I think is interesting to note and um, interesting to really kind of talk about is the fact that Michael Vick and Antonio Brown have pretty much no chemistry and no connection whatsoever. None. Nope. Four targets in the first half, I think one in the second half, and... I think he had one completion. Was that? I mean, yeah. We've got. I've got a total of five targets, three receptions for roughly fifty yards, something around that. Um, That's pretty pathetic when you've got the number one receiver essentially in the NFL, Antonio Brown. Um, Yeah, there's no chemistry between the two. I mean, if this was a romantic comedy, I mean, it would just be a dud. Yeah. So Ben, do you think that it has something to do, or a lot to do, with the fact that Vic is a lefty and going from? A right-handed with Big Ben to a left-handed with Michael Vick is just throwing off their chemistry? I think that it does. It definitely has a effect on the ball spiral, everything. But they they talked about how Vick was out there practicing extra this week, trying to get people adjusted. They said a typical time is like two two days, two practices worth of the different spiral, and they're they're caught up. Their yeah. NFL players are going to catch the ball. Yeah, I think I think what they were doing was they were trying to play Ben Roethlisberger football with Vic as a quarterback. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Because you saw that in the fourth quarter when they kind of let Vic go and let exactly. him move, let him get out of the pocket, let him scramble for that first down. Oh, geez, that's when he, that. that's when he's successful. Yep. So you're right. I think you're spot on with that. Big Ben football with the Michael Vic quarterback is totally. The issue, and I just got to say, we've got some music going on. What is on this in our, music? In our ears. I was trying. I'm not really sure uh, it sounds it like something out of like DDR. I, I don't swear think they are you. hearing it, so I think I, I've, I hope that yeah, our engineer can hear us. I've sent there. a text, but clearly we're, nobody we're uh, got back to us. Strange music. Yeah. Oh yeah, it feels good yeah. to be a Jets fan. That's right. <laughs> oh, there geez. we go. Wait, who said that? It says, "Wait, go back to our chat." Oh yeah, it really. Oh, someone's got the music playing. It says, "Yeah, Andy and a Mets fan." No, boo, Andy. Jets fan. That's right. Finally, it was a rough night on both fronts for the Chargers. Fired, Andy. Yeah. No. No. You know what? Though, but someone's got it right here, and this is the biggest thing with the Chargers. Oh. It's also Andy. Great, perfect. <laughs> Andy is right. The, our it's our Chargers offensive line is atrocious. Yeah, guys, our offensive line. We can't get any running game going. And on top of that, the only passes that we could really get are short dumps over the middle. Like it was ugly. It was. Philip Rivers just seems. I mean, again, it's your guys' team. We still got the music engineer. Yeah, but seriously. um, it is. It seems like there's something going on with him. He just doesn't seem together. Well, he is I mean, there like problems in the locker room or anything that I honestly I think and they were Mike Tirico and uh, Gruden were talking about this before the game that um, or I think it was them yeah it was on the pregame or no it was on the pregame show before Monday Night Football they were talking about there's a lot of uncertainty with being a Charger right now you go to Pittsburgh you know you're gonna stay in Pittsburgh you're gonna be a Steeler in P- Pittsburgh. They don't know what's happening with the Chargers right now. There's a lot of talks about moving to L.A., which, obviously, I would love that. Come on. But, come to L.A., uh, please. I'd but love that. But would they be the L.A. But, Chargers or still the San Diego? Because they're talking about moving the Raiders, too. No, I think they'd be the Los Angeles Chargers, unless they yeah. change it and do something retarded like they do with the Angels, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Come on. It's the Anaheim Angels. It would be have to be the Los Angeles Chargers. They couldn't have the Los Angeles Chargers. or of the San Diego? That wouldn't even make sense, though, because San Diego's a different County and city all together. But um, anyway, so yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. And Philip Rivers has voiced his uh, dis, you know, um, what's the word? He doesn't want to go to, he doesn't want to move to LA. He doesn't want to move to LA. So I think maybe that has a lot to do with it. It's just, he's not He doesn't have to move to LA though. I mean, how many guys live an hour and a half away from their stadium? Yeah, I know. Doesn't mean that their training camp's going to be there. But with eight children at home. He does have a posse hanging out with him at all times. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but to speak to the O-line, I mean, the pocket collapsed on him multiple times tonight, and he just had nowhere to go. So it's, it's you know, it's, I don't know if it's 100% that he's, you know, taking a step back, or if it's just he doesn't really have much protection or time. It really is that. I mean, I'm yeah. really seeing the lack of protection. Then, and because not, it's just not just in the passing game where he has to do short dumps. It's in the run game. You see that Melvin Gordon, who's very explosive but can't find a hole because he has no patience on like Olavian Bell. Yeah. Like he really can't get any real momentum going because once he takes a few steps out the, out of there, I mean, he's grabbed you know by twelve different arms, which is six people. Yeah, Gordon's definitely the one cut back that he goes through the hole, makes one person miss with the cut. And then he's he's gone, but yeah. that's why they had been using Woodhead so much. Coming into the game, Woodhead more, had more snaps than 
uh, Gordon, who's supposed to be their future uh, running back. So, I mean, if Woodhead's getting most of the carry, that means that they they need patience. They need quickness to try and get around the, the people that are the linemen that are coming upfield and making them dart or cut back early. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Danny Woodhead has been extremely successful for them all season yes. so far. I mean, I know we're only in week five, but um, I meant to look at I his, got it. What, yeah, oh, tell me what it. are his final stats on the night. Oh, I don't know on the night, but oh. coming into the game, he's had 50 yards receiving per game right. and 30 yard, 35 yards rushing per game. So he's definitely the receiving back, but... He's playing more than just third downs. Totally. Yeah. And and now I think it's kind of... You saw it a little bit towards the end of the game, I feel like, that um, maybe Melvin Gordon is turning into the third down back where he comes... Because he had a couple of, like, dominant punches towards the end, but in the beginning of the game, the first, like, two to three um, quarters, he wasn't really going anywhere. The Steelers' defense just completely stopped the run game. Yeah. So maybe there's going to be a switch now where Danny Woodhead will be the the number one back and Melvin Gordon will come in as a third down back for them. I Can we know. talk Danny Woodhead, though? I mean, that guy, he's a little machine. Yeah. He is. I love that guy. I've liked him. I mean, the Jets, you know, we released him. The Patriots picked him up. He's always, which I was right. He did. They got me. Stats guru, I was right earlier. I swapped those earlier. But I feel like he's always, he's a little guy, but he shows up and he's just, it's almost like he's so little you can't catch him. He's, he's got the quickness. He's got the determination. He's Darren Sproles. He, I was just exactly say right. That. Yeah, so it's like, but I like to see him. He's one of those players for me, at least, that no matter where he is, you want to see him doing well. Yeah. I get, he's a very, I mean, on top of being a talented player, for especially for a little guy, a talented, quick player, he's a likable player. Yeah. And that always carries well. Darren Sproles is a likable player, you know? I mean, it, that, that goes a long, long way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's funny because I don't know if you guys watched his pregame interview with um, Jay Gruden. He, I don't, I forget. Maybe you might know Ben the um, name of the college that Danny went to. I don't. A small, small college. He had eight thousand rushing yards in high school and went to wasn't really drafted or I mean wasn't really looked at by anybody Mm -hmm. big. Then he went to some small college. Or maybe it was 8,000 rushing yards in college. I can't remember. This is where we need you usually. Steph Gurren, but he's in the studio. He can't look it up right now. I know. I can't be on the studio. This is really difficult. Help us at home, I guess. you got to take a place at least for one. I'll take my spot. Yeah. No, you're fine. So, regardless, he he played really well. He wasn't even drafted, wasn't talked to by anyone going into the draft, didn't get invited to the combine, like, just kind of snuffed. And so now, having such a successful... Basically, I mean, he kind of made something out of nothing with his career. Whereas, I don't know, people just kind of always told him he wouldn't be successful. And then now he's doing so great. And it's just, it's great to see a guy like so small that can be, make an impact in, um, on a team like that. And hopefully will bring hope for other short kids out there. Like, apparently (laughs) Jay Gruden's kid is short. I don't know. I mean, (laughs) You know what, uh, Lionel Messi, he's a great short soccer player, and you know what, there's something that, that, about being short and quick. When you're short, strong, and quick, it's hard to take you down. I mean, you're, you're, you're thick, and you're strong, and you're quick, and it's really hard to get your hands on you. Yeah, uh, but the in final soccer, score, someone was asking, it's, yeah, 24 to 20. 24 to Sorry, 20. guys, yeah, yeah, Steelers won 24 to 20 with five seconds left, Le'Veon Bell punched it over the line. Oh. And, and yeah, we were having a discussion in the bar. They're like, I'm like, no, they're not going to do a Seahawks. They're going to give it to their, their <laughs> yeah, stud right. back. Yeah. They're not going to pull a Super Bowl. They have to give it to the back. Somebody was like, oh, just throw it to Gate or throw it to Keith Miller. I like thought he got Vic down was going to try and Vic push through for it. it in. Yeah, I thought Vic would too. I mean, at that point, you can't you can't kick the field goal with only an inch to go. So Hey, no. Colt. Colt, I agree with you. Wheaton is not terrible. <laughs> I had him <laughs> no. on my fantasy team. So that one long catch for a touchdown really helped me solidify my win, so... Wheaton's yeah. alright. He's alright. And that, that was one of the first plays that I saw them take Vic out of the pocket. They transitioned to the launching point to somewhere where he actually had space. He wasn't getting pressured by any defensive linemen, and he had the option to run, but he saw someone streaking down the field, 
and hit hit it for a big shot. That's yeah. what he does his best. Yeah, because I felt like the Chargers defense played pretty well tonight. Did you guys, do you guys agree with that? For the most part, yeah, I would say that. I mean, obviously the last play was it's, it's yeah, but the great, last play but... is a good play by a Pittsburgh right. rather than a bad play. You know what I mean? Like sometimes right. it doesn't. Re- the stats don't really tell the true story because right. it's like you only see black or white with that. You know, and it's like at the end of the day, it was a really good play on offense. You know, it, what it seemed though in the first half, our defensive line were getting a lot of hits on Vic. I mean, Vic was getting pushed around, he was getting hit, he was getting beaten up. Even that second half, we weren't really touching him a whole lot. Granted, he was scrambling well, and he was getting outside of the pocket, but we were not getting hands on him. And that was a huge change in the game, because after that, you saw him actually complete some passes, which in the first half, he really did not. Yeah. Really did not. I felt like, too, though, there, you know, switch the tables around, we did have a lot of pressure I mean, we've said the San Diego offensive line is terrible, but Philip Rivers, I mean, some of the throws that he made off his back foot, or like he's, it's sad because he looks like he has what it he takes to be a star quarterback, but he just doesn't have the rest of the piece of the puzzle. Yeah, and that offensive line, they're getting bull rushed. They weren't even getting swim moves yeah. going around. He couldn't step up in the pocket because they were coming right up the middle at him. That's why he was off his back foot so often. And I mean, all these, a lot of these good old uh, quarterbacks the Peyton Mannings, the Tom Brady's all those, they they need to be able to step up so that they can have some momentum on and give their arm strength a possibility to get the ball out there Yeah, it yeah. comes from your legs I mean, yeah. be real, it comes yeah. from oh, but that's the thing too the thing that I did notice about Rivers that I wasn't you know, that I thought wasn't the, the best was I feel like a lot of those veteran quarterbacks that you talk about, like the Peyton Mannings, like those people, they're constantly moving in the pocket. Yes. Even if they have nowhere to go, there's constant movement. And I feel like Rivers, I mean, I get the pocket collapsed on him a few times, but I feel like there wasn't a lot of movement because he knew, it was like he only had a very small safe space. So no matter what that was, he was just kind of there. And then when the pocket collapsed, he had nowhere to go. Well, he's not really a mobile quarterback. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So and then yes. with the bad O-line, it was like a double whammy. Right. Bomb. So yeah. he's kind of stuck there. And you saw that multiple times mm-hmm. happen to him where he's just stuck. Right. Mm-hmm. So... Whereas Vic is a perfect example. When they let him be the mobile quarterback that he is, he's very successful. Um, And I don't know how many points in fantasy Michael Vic had for uh, anyone tonight. It didn't seem like a ton. I mean, he he only threw one one touchdown, um, and he didn't run any in. I mean, really, Bell did all the damage in today's game. I mean, it was Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, and then I have here Le'Veon Bell, and then... Even though, I mean, even Bell, though, 111 yards, one touchdown, that's, like, not even that good for him, to be honest. Isn't that crazy? You know? That's absurd. He's a machine. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, we have fantasy stat guru here, so we know that he's a fan of fantasy football. Definitely. And I know you guys are fans, too, so if you haven't gone to DraftKings yet, you should, because DraftKings is great. If your team is not doing so well right now in all your other fantasy leagues, you can go to DraftKings, do a weekly fantasy football team, pick up whoever you want that week. If they get injured, you don't have to worry about it. you got a brand new team next week. And AfterBuzz is giving you a code, a promo code, so you can play for free. The code of naturally, of course, is Buzz, B-U-Z-Z. So go to DraftKings.com. Use the promo code BUZZ for your chance to win millions of dollars. They have millions of dollars up for grab stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a new million-dollar winner every single week. Every week they pick, and a new person is a million-dollar winner. Um, So, yeah, like we said, just enter enter BUZZ as your entry code at DraftKings.com. Yeah, welcome to the big time. (laughs) You know how I talked about the dream come true with being here? That's actually my dream come true. Winning a million dollars? dollars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely and then work at DraftKings. Yeah. And then we get a cut. I, I'll, I'll definitely feed it <laughs> to He's you. He's like, I'll yeah. think about that. You know what? If you play DraftKings and you win the million dollars, all I want, Jets season tickets. I think that we can do that. I think so. <laughs> all right. Jeez. I like that. I might go to a game with you even. You can, you, I would go with you to every single you game. Bought, I you bought the ticket. You would have to go to all of them. I'm not going to go to every Jets game. You get, no. you get <laughs> I'll, pick, I'll pick a different team to have season passes. Perfect. Too. Probably the Lions, I'm assuming. Yes, right? yes. That, that's, that's my team. But, uh, yeah, let's make it a good point to mention that Ben here is a Lions fan, so he is the most depressed no. fan in the, the United States yes. right now. I'm very sorry. I mean, I'm glad you're here, but dear Lord. Hashtag Detroit versus everybody. Yeah. I mean, we do have some bad beats. We yeah. we beat ourselves, but there's there's just some circumstances that it happens. But I gotta say, being a, 
Being a Jets, Jets fan, fan I understand we have a very similar. And you know what? You can tell a person's character by who their team is. Yes. You can if you have a Lions fan and a Jets fan that are willing to talk about it. That's one loyal yeah. person. They they know how to lose. Yep. They know how to pick it up when you it drops. Really know how going. to lose. That's, <laughs> that's hey man, I'm just saying. I actually think my record's better than yours right now. But <laughs> yeah, that's I, true. That's I, true. I'm, that's I'm true. just saying we're we're good people, so we're happy to have you. <laughs> Yes, definitely. And we mentioned Le'Veon Bell a little bit earlier. I want to mention something. Um, so LaDainian Tomlinson, Tomlinson, best running back for the Chargers ever. Ever. Best running, or top, probably top five running back. Best, uh, I can't speak right now. Yeah. Top five <laughs> running back in the NFL. Yes, in yeah. history. Um, so. Do you think he'll get beat though? Like, well, how, how long do you think he'll hold on to that top five with these new guys coming up? No, I, I will say he will not hold on to it as long as we think because of his last few seasons under Norv Turner that killed Tomlinson's career. Killed his career. He was still fantastic. He was still a great back. And we saw that even because when he got traded to the Jets, he yeah. still ran incredibly well at like 32 years old. But under a Nor- Norv Turner offense, it just ruined him. Well, yeah, I know it's similar circumstance, but not for uh, Terrell Davis, who was yeah. just injured got injured and that ended his career but he still will go down as one of the best backs in history Um, I'm lucky enough to work with him every day at NFL Network he is a true A-class human being Um, but anyway so LaDainian Tomlinson said last year that Le'Veon Bell is he said his quotes let me just say this right now I would take Le'Veon Bell over any running back in the league he can do it all people he can run inside he has the speed to turn the corner he can catch the football he's versatile he's athletic I love Le'Veon Bell so interesting stats to compare the two uh, in their first 31 games rushing yards per game 77.8 for Bell 92 for Tomlinson receiving yards per game 43 for Bell 27 for Tomlinson mm-hmm. scrimmage yards per game 121.2 for Bell 119 for Tomlinson total touchdowns 25 21 for Bell 25 for Tomlinson so relatively even yeah. in the yeah. touchdown category and the scrimmage yards but receiving yards Bell has quite a bit more Right. And I think you mentioned that earlier, Ben, yeah, that he's able to catch a lot more balls, and, and which makes him versatile. Like LT Especially said. in this this day and age, They're, everyone's running out of the backfield using their backs to catch passes, just because it makes the mismatches. Yeah, T- uh, like tight ends and running backs on linebackers are mismatches every, every day of the week. Right. So it, it just to get those fast people on and make it space. Uh, it, that's the way the NFL is leaning, and Le'Veon Bell is one of the best at it. Yeah. I wonder why it took so long for them to figure that out. What? To do plays like that. Well, it was really yeah, the no. rule changes. Over the past few years, that's we've true. seen this oh, become true. a passing league. And so, of course, now you're going to have, you know, quick backs coming out of the backfield and, you know, work well in a passing Wait, league. I this have is to built say, for quarterbacks. Keith what do we Lovers got? is saying um, big shout out to Fantasy Stat Guru. Is that hey, your dad? Yeah, my dad. Is that oh, your dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we I love s- your son and all of his knowledge. So. Always embarrassing me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's great. We're we're happy to have fantasy stat guru senior watching us as well. <laughs> Where is he back home in Michigan right now? Yeah, Yay. back home in Michigan. Sweet, staying up late for us. Yeah, yeah. we it's appreciate mid, it's that. Past midnight over there. Yeah. Oh goodness. Thanks, pops. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I I need to know then, Ben. Do you think that Le'Veon Bell is the best back in the NFL right now, or do you think someone else is better? Um, I think so. I mean, best all around back. Yes. I think you can you can put up Peterson, some like uh, Jamal Charles, some of the big pounding backs that can get the job done when it's like a inches. I was a little little worried that Le'Veon wouldn't get in because he kept patiently waiting, patiently waiting. Sometimes people come off the edge and they they don't have that chance. Um, he is patient. He gets a lot of the the big bursts, but um, I think some of the big pounding backs are. Get good in different sort of situations, and then you have people like Vereen and Woodhead and other people that can do the passing stuff and do the quickness. He's got both. He's not the best at either, but he overall, yes, I think he's the best. You yeah. know what? What you said um, while we were watching the game was um, Bell's patience, and yes. that's what you, you mentioned a little bit here. And that's the biggest thing that seems to set him apart is the fact that he really lets the blocks work out and dictate where he's going to go, so that mm-hmm. he always finds space. Yes, and the chemistry with his, his line linemen are is still building. Like a lot of the linemen I saw in an article, they said they know that they need to hold on to their block that little extra because he'll make it worth it. 
And so they said their, their arms were sore after some of their blocks because they were holding on to them so long. Whereas, like, somebody else that's just straight downhill, they just got to get that first burst. And then they then they can just kind of relax and go with them. Yeah. I've got to say, one one that you might have missed is uh, Chris Ivory. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Um, come on. He's having a good year. He's having a good year. Maybe future you can put him in there. I'm just there, saying but- he's... Having a good year. He's having a good year. Well, <laughs> check back with me in two years. Even yeah. if you, oh, Jack Cram. Oh, from the Lions fan. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah. true. I just throw it in. You guys, yeah. if, it, if it was a terrible Jets fact, you guys would definitely throw it in. So I, I, need Kevin, I need Kevin John here so I can make fun of his Niners or something. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. The only one that's been looking this bad. Oh. Gosh, Kevin John, we miss you, but we yeah. We, but you're Niners, man. We you're actually, we miss you bucks. more because we can't make fun of you because the Niners suck so That's the worst part. Yes. But, okay, so... One more Steelers topic, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the Chargers. Oh, please. But um, Martavis Bryant, this was the first week he was supposed to be back from his suspension, was injured, did not Mm -hmm. play. What do you expect from Martavis Bryant going forward, Ben? Do you think he's going to make as big of an impact as people are thinking? I think so. I mean, just because... A lot of times, people are focusing on that that number one receiver. They, people, number, number one receivers get the money because they earn it. If they aren't double covered, they're going to make plays. And we, I think we saw that today, and that Wheaton and uh, even Hayward Bay had a couple large catches in the late parts of that game because they're double teaming Antonio Brown, expecting it to go there. Right. So yeah, Vic's not having any chemistry with him. It's it's bad. You're going to need to get your best offensive player going or best wide receiver going, but I think he opens everything up. And so with another deep threat on the other side who's going to have single coverage, I don't know if Vic has the the deep throw that will help it, that out, but with Roethlisberger was still in there, <laughs> he man. would definitely be able to get that deep throw on the opposite side of the field of Brown for some big plays. Well, we know, oh, I was just going to say, hopefully Ben will be back week 10. That's, That's what yeah. they're thinking. Why do you think that chemistry is so off? I mean, we talked earlier about because, you know, when you switch from a left uh, right-handed quarterback to a left-handed quarterback, there's a different chemistry, there's a different way to catch, everything like that. But why do you think the chemistry is so off between them? You would think that, you know, Michael Vick having to step up and come into the, play this role because Roethlisberger's hurt, that he would try, figure out in three weeks, how to have chemistry with your quote-unquote star receiver. I mean, maybe there's something going on in the locker room. That's all I can think of because there was one shot tonight where the two of them were sitting on the bench together after, I think, they were forced to punt or whatever, and Antonio Brown and both him and Vic looked, like, disinterested in talking to each other and kind of, like, talking about the play, but... It didn't look like there was any kind of oh like what can we do let's, like how do we mess up like let's no figure this out. No camaraderie. Yeah, it was. Kind of, yeah. There looks like there might have been a little bit of tension there with them. So maybe there's something going on in the locker room. But interesting stats without Martavis Bryant in 2014, the Steelers are eight and two with him and three and three without him. Wow. Yeah. So pretty. Diff, uh, big difference there, but and, and I mean he played really well in the preseason too. Yeah. So I think you're right that having another deep threat out there will be beneficial to their offense. Hopefully, Big Ben will be back. I mean Vic played okay, only really in the fourth quarters when he started playing. Yeah. But at the yeah. end of the day, they won the game, and yeah. if they can keep winning games, doesn't have to be a, it doesn't have to be pretty as long as hey, they can you keep winning what? games until Big Ben comes back they'll True. be alright you know what the, speaking of I mean someone from Detroit you know your basketball team won real ugly a couple years back man <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter how you win you can win ugly just take the W yeah. and, and Vic can only grow in his chemistry I mean every route was just a little bit off I mean it's yeah. a game of inches uh-huh. and if if you're not with that receiver for reps and reps and reps you don't know their get out of a break speed so if they're getting out of break at 10 yards and coming back to 8 yards. If you're throwing it at 9, it's going to be incompletion every single time. It's just you got to know the ins and outs of which receiver you're throwing to, and that takes time. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Well, speaking of receivers, uh, the receiver, Philip Rivers' is rece- <laughs> Rivers <laughs> receivers uh, lead the NFL in yards after catch with 771 and average yards after catch with 7.8. And you 
Was it you, Ben, that said they should be called the Yaks? The Yaks, yeah. yeah. When they go to L.A., I mean, they need to change the, the team name, too. The Los Angeles Yaks. Yeah. <laughs> Play on words, but, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. so with the quarterbacks with the highest percentage of passing yards after the catch this season, Philip Rivers has 771. The next closest would be Alex Smith with 711. But you know why that is? Is because Philip Rivers almost every pass is a dump over the middle, which leaves them a lot of room to sort of run and pick up the yaks, you know. Yeah. And so, and that's really, I think, a big reason. When you have no offensive line, you're running screens and you're running dumps, and so yeah, you're gonna have room to run. Yeah, they they definitely built the team around knowing that they were going to be doing quick throws. They want that yard after catch. Last week they had ten point one yards per per catch after. Wow, it's unheard of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like another first down every time they catch the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Sure. That's crazy. And but then, it didn't work for them tonight. No, the it, they the definitely day, it did get work. limited. Yeah. It's like you can only do that for so long until people realize just have someone there. Well, not only that, I mean, once you get into a red zone and you're dealing with a shorter field, you can't even go 10 yards. That The whole dump up concept is kind of over. You're actually going to have to like try to, try to you know, run some real nice plays to create a foot of space so you can fit a ball through. You but know? I don't understand, too, because I remember Rivers having a, an arm. What's happening with him? Why are they not trying for the long ball? Well, they, they don't have no protection. They don't have any protection for Philip Rivers. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. 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 We mean, saw it tonight. That center, I mean, the whole center of the of their offensive line is just collapsing. Them. Yeah. And it's they terrible. They haven't had the deep threats. Gates and Floyd are their two deep threats. Floyd has been out and yeah. Gates yeah. just returned too, which... I mean, talking about Gates, he had yeah. two touchdowns, number 100 and 101 in his career. That's, what, like ninth person to have 100 receiving catch catches and 22nd person in the NFL to have 100 y- touchdowns total. Yeah. Do you yeah. know how many he has with Rivers as a uh, seven? Okay, so his first one was 73 and his second one was in 74. And that's number one in all of NFL for a quarterback to tight end uh, tandem. Right. Wow. I mean, Gronkowski, Brady's a little are coming up on that. I think they might pass it eventually, depending (laughs) on how long Brady plays. But I mean, that's insane. Yeah, Yeah. I know. Gates had a monster game returning, and it's a bummer. I feel like the the Chargers run game, and I feel like this it really has just been like this ever since. I mean, LT left. They haven't really had a very strong run game, and Melvin Gordon is promising, but I think they're still just he just. He runs right up the middle. Middle. He doesn't really like move. He can't find the hole just yet. He can't. I don't know exactly what the issue is. I mean, do you? He. I think he seems like a young running back, which he is, and yeah. he's incredibly explosive. He's powerful. He's fast, and he's. I mean, he really explosive is the word. He just seems to you know kablamo through anything, but. Um, he's not, um, he's not patient. I mean, that's a big yeah, thing. Would you can see? The difference. Yeah, and it's a big thing when you watch him next to Le'Veon Bell, you see that difference. He's not patient. He doesn't let blocks set up. He just tries to like barrel through things, which he's strong enough to break through one or two tackles. But when you've got but four guys. He's not guys, like a Marshawn Lynch yeah. who can no, break every tackle. No, he's not a beast mode. Like, he's, not, yeah. he's a young guy who's got a lot of promise, but at this point, he doesn't have a great offensive line with him, and he's not going to do a whole lot of damage. Yeah, it's definitely the meshing between the offensive line and the running back. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it's just sad. It really it makes me sad, especially because he had we had a fumble tonight with him, and we had a drop, and that really sucks. It's not um, too bad. I mean, because you do see those sparks, those moments of yeah. promise, and he's a rookie, so there's time to learn, there's time to mature, there's time to get better. So it's not like he's he's been like this for the last three seasons, and it's like, oh well, this guy's probably never change, going right. to change. He just. I think maybe needs more experience. So yeah. then maybe yeah. putting him at that third down back, mm-hmm. having him kind of take a back seat to Danny Woodhead. And where was, uh, what's his face? Um, oh my God, I always th- forget his name. Brandon, no, not Brandon. The other, our other running back that played when um, Matthews was injured last year. Oh, um, who Brown. We used to have Brown, Battle, yeah. Brown. No, Brown? I think it's Butler. Brown. No. God, I forget his. I forget his name. Brown. Is he even mm-hmm. on the team? He. I think I saw an article about them bringing him back on the team off the practice squad or something. But no, he. I didn't see him in the game at all no. today. So I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think that's an either. option for him. Yeah. So, anyone at home see him? No. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So obviously the Chargers' run game just needs a lot of work. A lot of work. What are we ranked? What are we ranked in terms of the run game? Oh, oh, we look you, terrible. Yeah, let's see, fantasy stat guru. <laughs> 20, I, I don't have the update since I was with you guys. I don't have the updated through this game. But what but do we before, have going to? into the game? 
rush yards, you were 20th with 407. Okay, we wow. were 20th. Yeah. yeah. It's not horrible. Well, I mean, it's not. It's your not rush defense was 28th. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually, I felt like the defense, I mean, even though Le'Veon Bell rushed for 111 yards, I felt like they did a relatively good job at containing him for the s- most part. I was yeah. going to say that, yeah. Um, they totally contained him. Obviously, the last play. Right, but they again. had him, but he rolled out like a good back does. Exactly. Yeah. And so we kind of couldn't really stop him there. But um, aside from the tight end, we talked about the tight end. We talked about the running backs. Now our wide receivers for the Chargers. Keenan Allen did a little bit tonight, late in yeah. the game. Not really much. Um, Jacoby Jones, our punt returner, that yeah, I, I don't I, know why he's it, on the team. <laughs> I didn't even. I, we brought this up when we were watching. I didn't even realize we had Jacoby Jones. That is to me. I mean, it's so disappointing that we have Jacoby Jones. Maybe I blocked it. I don't want the fact that we have this man who is way past his prime, who the Ravens knew, you know, that he was he was done. Like, why, why? why yeah, but Ben said Are we still that cheap. What did they say, Ben? About there, there was an, there was an article in ESPN.com or something that said. Uh, they were hoping that Jacoby Jones would spark their special teams. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like a fantasy mentality. You're taking a flyer on a guy thinking, oh, maybe he's going to be awesome. I mean, a fantasy, oh, he's not. I'll drop him. You can't do that in, on a regular team. You can't. You have to people pick people that are proven yeah. and have the like good still. I mean, he's, he's old. He's, he's, he's old. not going to be able to. But who else could they have picked up? You know, it's There's, like there sometimes, are fast people out yeah, there. Yeah, sometimes it's though I feel like they want those vets to try and show somebody else how it's done, but it's just a complete terrible yeah, move. Kick returning is all about speed and quickness. I mean, True. I would have rather have Danny Woodhead returning. Frankly, I mean, that's not Danny a bad Woodhead call. There, that's see? not a bad call. Yeah, but I think he's he's taking, ball security. But he's taking the majority of the snaps right or the majority of the balls right now is for running back so I don't think he really can I don't know if they'd want to have yeah. him on punt return Look, as well. Look when we had yeah. Darren Sproles out there I mean we were running him ragged all over the place just like the Saints did and he set the set this you know what was it called he set the record for scrimmage yards in a season. Yeah. You know it's it's a smart move if you have a player like that utilize that player. Right. You know it's yeah. you know you've got Melvin Gordon I know you want to develop him but you know you, you gotta win games this is the NFL it's about winning you know yeah. The, you know, the point is to win the game. So at this point, what do you think, Ben, I'll start with you. What do you think the Chargers' biggest issue is right now? I think it's definitely got to be offensive line. I mean, even their defensive line, they got some good things going today, I think. But um, that rush defense needs to work, and their offensive line needs to keep Phillip Rivers able to step up in his pocket to deliver his throws. He can't just dump it off every time or they're going to sit on it. Yeah, I agree. You agree? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to to deny that. Everything we're talking about comes back to the offensive line. Everything. The run game, offensive line. The pass game, offensive line. Everything. Giving room, Keenan Allen room to run, offensive line. Um, And the defense, if we had a really, really strong defense, it might be okay, too, if we can get a nice, strong pass rush. Look how we did in the first half because our pass rush was working. But then it all fell apart. So, I mean, we could be the giants of the old when they beat the Patriots and killed them in that perfect season. Just have a great pass rush and and an offense that could do enough, you know. But right now we don't have either. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm beating the dead horse. Yeah. It's pretty much the offensive line. I do. I can't. I mean, I really don't think that it stood out that your D was that bad tonight. No, I I, I don't feel like... It wasn't that bad. Yeah, like, I don't feel like there's... Like, I feel like they can hang their heads high. You know, like, they did a good job. There was just good plays made every now and then. And the fact, because Michael Vick can scramble and he can make stuff happen, you know, that wasn't allowed for Rivers to make happen because that offensive line was collapsing. That's not always necessarily the D's fault as much as Michael Vick's a mobile quarterback. Not a amazing, consistent quarterback, but yeah, he can no. get yes. out of sticky situations sometimes. So I feel like that's what was happening for the D. Yeah, I feel like it's a, a, a growing trend, if you want to call it that, in the NFL right now where we have a lot of Pretty terrible offensive lines that are not get. I mean, the Lions is a perfect example. Oh, Stafford has zero time, yeah. zero oh. time to throw yeah. the ball, and he's still doing. You know, he's still getting the ball out. I know but, he threw four picks this week. Was that uh, before he went down? Three, and then three he picks? got pulled. Oh my gosh. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just... Perlovsky. I mean, do, do you guys agree with me? I feel yeah. like more yes. often than not, that's the major issue for a lot of these teams is their O-line is just giving their quarterback zero protection. I think well. the D-lines are such a huge point of emphasis now that they're developing them and that they're they're kind of outmatching a lot of O-lines. Yeah. It's, it's rare to find an O-line that can handle one, like a J.J. Watt or somebody that's like yeah. a premium... Yeah, that's good. The premium... Tom Brady has all time in the world. True. So I, that's why you're seeing the drafts. If you see, look at the drafts, how many offensive tackles are going in the top eight picks? Yeah. A lot. Because when you find a good one, you need them. Yeah. you got to guard that blind spot. Yeah. I mean, and you see, for perfect example, the Cowboys last year. I mean, oh, yeah. Marco Murray is offensive yes. line. A she- like a shell of himself yep. this year on the Eagles because he does not have nearly as much time or open space to run as the Cowboys O-line provided him. Yeah, so it seems like you would want to actually work on that. They say in the I NFL mean, that the, the battle is won right there in the center. The battle is one in the center. There are a lot of coaches who specifically watch just which way the lines are moving because that's how you dictate the way the game is going to go. And so, of course, if your offensive line is getting killed, then, yeah, you've lost the game, you know, yeah. essentially. Yeah, and you're right. I love that that example of the the, um, the Cowboys last year. Boy, what a there line. DeMarco Murray ran 75%. He ran. He was always running at 75%, it looked like. He was always looked like he was derping around yeah. because he didn't even need to run at 100% to get a 100-yard game. Well, but not only that, I mean, you can just tell how important offensive line is because you look at DeMarco Murray who's the same player for Dallas last year and you look at what he's doing this year for the Eagles it was a complete flip you know and it it does have that offensive line but yeah the only offensive line that I that stands out to me and I hate to say it is the Patriots Tom Brady has all the time in the world to do what he wants with the ball Broncos too they, Peyton Manning no, has a lot of time to do well, what he wants. This to season, this season is a little rougher. I thought that yeah. I think the Broncos' offensive line is not looking great this season. Actually, their defense was just keeping them together oh, a little defense bit, is doing everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I still feel like Peyton Manning not being a mobile quarterback. I mean, maybe yes, you're correct. Like I agree with you that it's not as good as last year, but it's one that stands out that he's a quarterback that usually has time. And they're I good can't at, think of any others. Yeah, they're good at navigating the pocket, though. That we get back to being where we were talking yeah. about Philip Rivers not doing the little movements. Yeah, he's yeah. not a mobile quarterback, but he's got to do the little step-ups, the little sidesteps, the changing the point of launch to get away from where the rush is coming. Yeah, you see yeah. even Peyton Manning when he moves. He, You know, it's yeah. it's it's this. I gotta stay but on mic. It's still this. moving. Yeah, I know, but you see Philip Rivers. I love Philip Rivers and all, but homeboy can't walk. Like, I don't know what's going on. You, guys, I love watching him try to actually run for some yards. He looks like my grandfather. Like, he can't run. Peyton Manning can't really run either, but he knows how to move within the pocket. Philip Rivers just seems to collapse. Peyton yeah. Manning does that too sometimes, but, you know, Philip's worse. Right. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. There's really nothing you can do now. I think the trade deadline has passed. Or is coming up very quickly, and do you, um, do you hear the dismay from the Charger fans right here? Well, <laughs> it's dismay. just I didn't really expect much from this team, and I'm not trying to sound like a glass glass half empty type person, but I just didn't expect much from this team. Anyways, there's not a lot of like I thought. Melvin Gordon was a great pick, but he's so young; he still mm. clearly needs a lot of experience and um, and practice, and so it's just. There's still a lot of rebuilding there for them, and I think the whole kind of uncertainty of where the team's going to be is causing a little bit of an issue in the locker room as well. It's just my yeah. guess. In what world do we live in that the happiest person at this table is a Jet fan? Oh yeah! my gosh, what the hell? And that's why I love you, Ben. Oh. It's a it's an alternate universe here. Yeah. That's yeah. right. You know, my Jets are going to the Super Bowl. What? what? No, that's not going that far. I did predict it last year, and I'm going to win 100 bucks from Kevin John because I'm going to have a better season than he is. Well, that's true. We know the Jets will have a better season than the 49ers, 100%. Yeah. But... You know what's really cool, though, that I really like to see? Is I kind of think that if Roethlisberger doesn't heal, he's totally got a future in coaching, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he was out there on the last <laughs> play of the game, <laughs> calling the plays yeah. out there. He had the little paper over his way. Yeah. He like has it down, definitely. Yeah, there was not a coach like, to be seen, and Roethlisberger yeah. was telling him what to do. Yeah, they had Big Ben talking it. to Vic and Le'Veon, like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. we have one timeout left. That's what I could hear. The one thing that I could read out of yeah. his lips, <laughs> which was but, kind of awesome, though. Totally, and I he got it. so. I love seeing guys that when they're injured, being on the sideline. 
sidelines with their oh, team, definitely. cheering, getting excited. Right. It's nice to see that you're still down. I mean, because Marshawn Lynch was up in the box for yeah. the last game that he didn't yeah, play. Marshawn Lynch don't care. Right. He's eating Skittles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. About nothing. But you see, you see yeah. the greats. And not that Marshawn Lynch isn't a great. He is a great. But he's... You know, um, I mean, I, I don't want to say anything bad about the guy because I love the guy, but I feel like he's more of someone that's to himself. Yeah. And yes. but you see, normally when there's a quarterback or the leader is on the field, and Marshawn mm-hmm. is a leader on the field too. I'm not trying to say he's not, but you see, like Ben, you see Tony Romo hurt yeah. on the sideline all the time. You see Dez on the sideline rallying. You know, you see these guys that are the veterans. They're there. They're laying down the way it's supposed to be. So what? Well, I really like seeing Ben get involved yeah. like that. Marshawn's here just so he doesn't get fined. Yeah, <laughs> no, but um yeah. Sorry, I was just trying to read what Andy's saying something about what do we got? Uh, DeMarco isn't getting the touches last year, this year either. Yeah, yeah you're right. Sure, he obviously definitely. got a lot more touches last year. Washington has played pretty good. What games are you watching? <laughs> yeah, dude. The Redskins are horrible. <laughs> yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Okay, anyways, let's talk about our predictions uh, for next week. <laughs> yes. Ooh, is Ooh, that the we got oh, 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 I've been waiting for this. Um, I've been waiting for this. We got like a little there. We got, yeah, there it is. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. Yes, and oh, like Ben that. mentioned last week we did not predict our winners. Obviously, I was yeah. going to pick the Chargers, so I was wrong. I think I'm what two and one now. You were one and one. Yeah, you were you were two and zero oh, and. Steph Z was one and one. Yeah. So now you're so two now and one. Wait, but would I you wasn't. Chose the char- we can't. She, you can't. You can't do it after the fact. No. So let's just make done. pretend that we did. So, so yeah, I mean, so let's I, just start over from let's, scratch. Let's start. Let's from, do predictions for the rest. Of the yes. Year. You know okay, what? New host with you guys. Let's start over. Yeah. Like okay. Here we go. I got to get my numbers so right. So we have next week Monday Night Football will be Giants at Eagles. Ben, we'll start with you. Who are you taking? That's probably the toughest out of the three coming up. Yeah, that's hard. Giants have been playing well. They threw a couple games away, but that's just kind of what they do. And then the ins- and uncertainty of Odell Beckham Jr. Exactly. Playing. That's yeah. true. That, that does make a big difference. Um, I think the Eagles are playing a lot better. I think the offense that they had in mind for the beginning of the year is starting to click a little bit. Not not how they thought it was, but I think it's going to be doing a little bit better. So I'm going to pick Eagles. Okay, so then we'll, take, we'll just let you go through all okay, three. Yeah. Chargers at Packers. I already know who you're going to pick. I hate the Packers. I'm a Lions <laughs> fan, but I, at Lambeau, you had to pick the Packers. Yeah. And then Steelers at home against the Cardinals. Um, the way the Cardinals looked against the Detroit game, I was glad I was on the plane over here to not watch it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the Cardinals are looking good. Carson Palmer's kind of revitalized. He's, he, you keep thinking he's going to get old, but he's one of those wily old veterans that pulls it out and, Fitzgerald's joining them on the old man train, and they're, they're working it. So definitely Cardinals on this one, too. All right, John, go ahead. Oh, wow. One, two, three, right down the middle. That's exactly where I'm going. I'm going Eagles over Giants just because I feel like they're finding their rhythm finally, and I think they're on a little hot streak. And you're right, the Giants, they, they can be hit and miss and shaky, although I think that's going to be the closest one. I don't know. But I'm going to go Eagles. Um, I would, gosh, would I love to pick the Chargers over the Green Bay Packers, but dear Lord, I would be an idiot if I did. Uh, the Packers are monstrous. Uh, their offense is incredible, and their defense has been playing well. So I'm going Packers, and the Cardinals' defense is just incredible. Yeah, I can't can't not pick the card the Cardinals. Great defense, Carson Palmer, Fitzgerald, go Cardinals. Jets. Uh, Steph Z always picked the Jets, even if she knew they were going to lose. Yeah, true fan picks your team, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a real real. You're a realist. I'm a realist. Let's be honest. I love my Chargers, but. Guys, no, we're not going to beat the Green Bay Packers. You're not going to pick the Chargers either, are you? No, I we're want not to, pick the Green Bay. but I mean, if they were at home, I would have picked them. But it, uh, in Lambeau, I fine, think the weather's nice. I'm going to keep it real with myself, and I'm going to pick the Giants over the Eagles. I'm sorry, I thought she was going to be like, I picked the Jets over the Just All of them are going to be Jets. <laughs> pick no, the Jets, the Jets, and the Jets. My Jets are going to beat the Redskins next week. Don't worry oh, about yeah, it. Oh, that's that that, we no all agree with that. I got... Uh, I'm so Andy probably thinks the Redskins will beat the Jets. I mean, Unless we beat ourselves, which we've done before, I won't, you know, I'm not going to, like, make any money bets on the Jets yet, just yet, but I'm going to pick the Eagle, I mean, I'm lying, I'm going to pick the Giants, ooh, maybe that was a Freudian slip, you crap. Oh, you took the Giants, though. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants, uh, just because I have to, I feel like, um, I feel like they're going to get it together, the Eagles are way too shaky, but I, I, I don't know, I, I'm going to pick the Packers, the Giants, the Packers, and the Cardinals. Okay, um, 
Make it make it interesting, dude. Pick pick something different. Well, I feel like I agree with you guys that the Giants Eagles game is the toughest one to choose because really I think it all depends on Odell Beckham for the Giants, but even if he's back, he's not 100%. So I don't know, like who's the next who's the next wideout for them behind him? Ruben Randall. Yep. Ooh. Randall. I don't think so, Cruz is coming back anytime. He's no. no Cruz. Good thing he's ever the season. Actually, oh, I was looking at my guy, fantasy. Man. It doesn't look good. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go Eagles. I'm going to just choose the Chargers because yeah. there it is. That a girl. That a girl. Make them feel bad. Because what if they know, actually right? do win? And yeah, then, then you would feel terrible they, that you picked against your team and they won. That you know, would be like the worst won, fan would, ever. Yeah, you would automatically win this whole section. Yeah, yeah. So okay, Eagle. And I didn't. I mean, Ben knows I didn't make too many rash decisions on my no, picks last year. I was pretty spot on. But you I won, won it, so <laughs> I won. Um, By, like, so, two games. You don't have to... No, it was more than that. Thank you. Come on, Thank man. You. <laughs> you don't have to apologize um, for being right. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, you um, do. And then Steelers-Cardinals. I agree with all of you guys. I just don't think... I think the Cardinals are much better than the Steelers all around. And Steelers are still trying to get their stuff together with Mike Vick. So I'm going to go Cardinals on that one. And, yeah, we'll see right. what happens. Mm-hmm. So, Ben, thank you so, oh, so much for joining well, us. Well, but time out. I feel like since you were here when we started the predictions that you have to play along with us for the rest of the I, yeah. You know I'll be commenting. So yeah. I, I swear that I can You do can that. keep our tally. And, and every week myself. you have yes. to have your predictions All right, us. I will. Tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter. You can find me at, at FantasyStatGuru. Yes. Yes, you can find me at, at KaibaCat, K-A-I-B-A-C-A-T, KaibaCat. And thank you, John, for your first episode. Hi, my first yeah. episode. Yes. Sorry to steal your thunder, man. No, no not at all. It's great. Normally you'd be the one that gets all excited. Oh, he's new. No, no, this no. is way better. I think yeah. this is awesome. Yeah. 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 That's why we left you two over there. Yeah. 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 So we're growing out. Company. Yeah. We're, we're growing out. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Veterans. Veterans um, stuff. Where you guys can find me at I-A-M-S-C-E-F-Z. And you can find me on Instagram or Twitter at Tina Cap, and we'll see you next week. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.